0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this truly invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First, I'd like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the listeners that will be listening to the podcast. I am just very grateful for each and every one of you. And today, each of you are in for a very special show today, as I have with me a returning diva, Danielle Ramirez, and we are going to chat about Being Wichita Women Book. Oh my goodness, are you all in for a special time. So Danielle, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. And first let me just say thank you, uh Joyce
1: and Diva's Black Care Network for having me on here today. I'm just really excited to connect with the listeners and with you and to share a little bit about myself um and about being Wichita Women. Um so yes, I am Danielle Ramirez. I um the am the compiler <coughs> of a book called Being Wichita Women. Um, that is one of the many hats I wear. <laughs> we know we know women wear many hats uh, most days, and so uh, that particular hat is for the anthology that we're building. Um, I'm also a mother of three, and I work with an organization, a wonderful local nonprofit here in Wichita called the Kansas Nonprofit Chamber. So. Uh, Those are are just a few of the things um, that I do, and I am, like you said, I'm I'm one of the divas that I'm just out here trying to live my best life, so thanks for having me.
0: Oh, you are so welcome, Danielle, and I am just so thrilled to have you on as my guest today, because this is all about what divas stands for, too, all about women and empowering one another and just impacting lives for others. And this new book as our title said being Wichita women book. Would why don't you tell our listeners intrigue them a little bit with what this book represents and what is what is it about so they're going, mm-hmm. "Oh my goodness, that's a book I need to read." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: being much about women
1: um, originated um, with me in my mind a couple of years ago. It was uh, shortly after the pandemic started, um, and it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks that, hey, I need to put a book together, I need to put a story together. Um, and so, you know, in my early thirties, I'm I'm in this process of learning how to, how to trust myself um, and to trust my instincts and to really follow my dreams, even if they don't fully make sense to me at the moment. Um, and so that's what I did with with this with this book project. Um, I did not have any experience prior in the publishing field. I, I love writing, um, but I'm not a professional writer by any means. And so it really it, it really hit me that I needed to be able to collaborate with other women locally in telling their stories. Um, so this this anthology, this uh, collaborative book project, uh, features a little under thirty uh, self-written stories, um, really exploring uh, the themes of trauma, adversity resilience, and healing, um, you know, those things are continually connected, right? And although maybe not everyone has experienced trauma in their life, everybody has experienced uh, some hardship, and we all have stories of overcoming. Um, when I was talking to women in this, in this process, uh, I said, you know, as, as women, we have all survived something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially uh, when you look at it through like an intersectional lens of being like maybe a woman of color, maybe a woman who has experienced poverty um, or, you know, other, other uh, facets of themselves that make your life more challenging. Uh, yeah, we've survived it and we are surviving and we're going above that and we're thriving. And so this book really does a good job of capturing um, just little bits and pieces um, of our dynamic stories.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, that just sounds incredible. Of oh, just under 30 women telling their different stories of overcoming, we all of us have challenges, diversity. And trauma can mean so many different things to so many different people that we all experience so many different realms of this and how healing and helping one another. Wow, that, this book sounds absolutely incredible. Are you in, I believe you're right in the process now of a launch party for this book. Yes.
1: Yes, we are. Um it's coming oh. in 2 years. Yeah, we're getting really close.
0: Uh-huh. Oh my word. So what is what is the target date where our listeners will be able to uh have a hands-on w- of this book?
1: Yeah. So, um for for those uh who will be in the Wichita area or nearby, they can actually join us at our official book release event which is June 1st and that is from 6 to 8 30 p.m. at the fun venue which is in downtown Wichita um, and I mm-hmm. actually the books are here with me now um, and so wow. we're just kind of you know waiting for that June 1st day and then starting June 2nd the day following the event um, is when people can actually get online, visit the website, and and order a book that way as well. Because we know not everybody can make it in person. So yeah, yes. June first, June second, those are kind of our our magical dates.
0: Oh my word that that is just incredible! And how how long of a process has this been? Did you mention two years? It's kind of been in the work of gathering women and speaking to connecting with different women on sharing their stories of challenges and ways of healing in their life.
1: Has it yes. been about
0: two-year time span?
1: Yeah, it's been a little bit over two years. And if you can talk a little bit about what that process was like.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. Our listeners, I know, would love to hear that.
1: Yeah, okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about that. And also something that just popped into my mind that I want to add. Um, although the book's title is Being Wichita Women, and we focused on Wichita women, there may be some issues that are unique to Wichita, but really the mm-hmm. stories here, like you said, um, trauma, you know, it is not contained in the borders of Wichita. So there are women, you know, who may be from Kansas that aren't in Wichita, beyond Kansas, you know the United States, we know trauma doesn't know borders. So I just wanted to throw in there too that um you know, if if people might think, oh, this is a wichita book, it's not just a wichita book. Um but it it does focus on the women from here. But um okay, so yeah, so over two years ago, um I started reaching out to women and um some of the women that maybe I had ran across in meetings or that I knew at your professional events or work, um, or maybe even my, my personal life and just started talking to them and asking them, like, you know, when you think of this book and you think of these topics, like what comes to your mind? And I mean, women were ready to talk about issues that they face. Um, now, it's one thing to talk about like social issues that we face and then it's a whole other to really begin to uncover some of the trauma um that, that we've experienced and let me tell you I'm I'm not a therapist um you know I'm not a behavioral health professional um however I have experienced my own trauma um and I just love learning um about how trauma impacts our lives because it it can oh my gosh, impact us on such a deep level. I mean, I'm reading a book right now by Megan who looks at uh, how trauma gets passed through bodies over the generations. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm exploring this with the women. Uh, we're talking and we're finding, yeah, there's a need for us to share our stories. Um, so, I had to talk to quite a few women. Uh, Some were able to get involved, and I totally get that. Um, But we actually did these different retreat sessions um, because, like I mentioned, most of us are not professional writers. Um, There are a few who are published authors already, um, but most of us uh, are not professional writers. So we did some, like, touch-ups on writing and how to just get that that energy flowing. Um, Mm -hmm. So many times we carry these thoughts in our head, and if we can just blow them out and put them onto paper, um, that's where we can experience this level of healing where we're taking whatever hurt us or what pained us, and we're putting it on paper. We're putting it somewhere else instead of storing it um, in our body. So um, we did actually bring in behavioral health uh, professionals as well just to talk to us about trauma and things like ACEs um, and systemic racism and and all these different things that tie into trauma Um, because we want the women to have support during this process um, and to be able really to build camaraderie with others uh, who are sharing their story because Like, you guys at Divas know that women supporting women only makes us stronger and makes our community stronger. So um, it was really a fantastic process. Um, Yeah, there was challenges too, but um, it was was empowering, inspiring, and I – felt so, so grateful um, and so so of joy to be able to be trusted with these women's stories in this process.
0: Oh, oh what a beautiful experience for you, along with all the other women, because like you said, as they could come together, collaborate together, and share their stories, and I loved how you said, yeah, it's called Wichita Women, but that's just where the women are kind of from. This has mm-hmm. trauma, and everything has no boundaries. This book has no boundaries because women all across the world face a lot of the same trauma that Wichita women face, trauma, Mm -hmm. diversity, challenges, whatever you want to call them. And just like I even heard you say, there were a lot of challenges in putting the book together. So Mm -hmm. you (laughs) as a group have collaborated together through different challenges. And I love, too, how you said some of these women were not writers. Basically what I'm hearing, they're, they're, they're living everyday life women, just living their life and ready to share their story to impact other women. Sometimes women feel that they have to have a name and a title behind them to be able to do something, and this is not true. Each one of us has Mm -hmm. our own personal, unique gifts that we can share with the world to help make a difference out there. And I love how you have done this with this book, The Wichita Women. Thank you, you you are so welcome. And what I have to ask, what triggered it? Was there an aha moment in your life that said, this is something I really need to go out and do? Or was it something maybe for the last few years you've been thinking about? Or what, what triggered it that you felt this was a book that the world needed to have published for, to help women?
1: Yeah, well, that's a great question, (laughs) George. So, I when I ever since I was younger, I knew I wanted to do something involving writing. I didn't know what that was going to be. Like I said, it took me into my thirties to finally have that aha moment present itself. And really, there were there were kind of two aha moments. One was I was at work at that time with Safe Streets Wichita, which does a lot of substance use prevention work. Um, And I was sitting in the basement. It was super cold. I think it was a couple days before the holiday vacation, and I should have been, like, tackling this big old to-do list, you know, because we never have a shortage of things that we need to get done. Um, Uh But instead I um, got into just this uh, deep, yeah, a meaningful conversation with one of my co-workers Jan Chandler and she's actually a contributor in the book as well um, and we just we connected and um, you know her vote of confidence in me um, is really what helped spark this thing and I tell her to this day you know in an alternate universe if she had rolled her eyes and shrugged that could have been a defining moment where if I let it maybe I wouldn't have moved forward, Um, you know, because that's the reality of it is sometimes although we we learn to trust ourselves and that should be the ultimate um, goal in our lives is is to trust ourselves, sometimes we need another person to encourage us. Um, And that's exactly what she did. She encouraged me. um, And that made just a world of difference in me taking that next small Dead, um in this project um, Which which rarely Joyce led to the second Aha moment um, mm-hmm. Which was it, it, for The title of the book Being Wichita Women um, I was kind of brainstorming Playing around with some different titles And I just did a Google a quick Google search on Being Wichita Women I wanted to make sure it wasn't already A book title um, And what came up was just page after page after page of, like, news articles about violence against women. And there was a few positive um, stories intermingled um, as I went through the pages, but the majority of them were violence against women. And I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was still added that um, this is, you know, what people see when they, you know, Google Wichita women. And Google's just one mm-hmm. thing. I get that. But right. to, to me, it was like this aha moment of like, no, like we need to change the narrative of what it means to be a woman in Wichita and mm-hmm. I to do that by sharing our, our stories and, and then that will help us impact others. So...
0: Yeah, those were the two the two big ones I'd say. Oh, oh wow, those were incredible aha moments because <laughs> it is so important. Like in the beginning, you said the universe had your coworker there, your friend there to encourage you because they knew at that. In my mm. belief, they knew at that moment you needed a little bit of encouragement to trust what was inside of yourself. And that is that is so crucial sometimes. And it is amazing how those people step into our lives and encourage mm-hmm. us just when we need it. And then also when you said how you Googled it, and so much of the time, all we hear is the negativity. They do not focus. This world doesn't seem to focus enough on the positives that are out there and how important it is to me. To get them positive vibes out there and let people know there is positivity, and we just as women, it's so important to share it with others. Oh, what those yeah. were two beautiful aha moments!
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. No, and you're you're absolutely right. Um, like the resilience that are, is within each one of us, like tapping into that because. Although there are these negative real things that happen in people's lives, like how can we tap into that resilience that each one of us has within us that allows us to cope with all the negative stuff going on around us or to us or even things mm-hmm. that happened before us um, that we're still facing the impacts of and the effects of in day-to-day life. Yeah, that, you're
0: absolutely right. Right. uh. Oh. That it it's so fitting. A friend of mine just sent me a saying yesterday, and this isn't near the exact quote, but kind of what it said was very much towards this, that we can either feel sorry for ourselves or we can look at the situation as what can I learn from this to move forward. And it's it's a choice. And mm. how we make that choice makes such a difference in our lives. And I thought I thought, Oh my goodness, when you said that it just reminded me of what she sent me and I was like, Oh, that's so fitting.
1: Yeah, well, it's that's so true and each day, you know, I I'm guilty of this, um and I'm trying to unlearn this, but you know, we we can get stuck in a like a victim mentality mm-hmm. if if we allow ourselves mm-hmm. to um but like exactly what you said, if if each day there is some choice, then that isn't that a little bit liberating? <laughs> um,
0: mm-hmm. Yes,
1: that we're not just victims, and we're not just uh, tied to to our our you know bad attitudes or self-loathing or whatever it may be.
0: Oh yes, and I always have to go back to gratitude too. You look mm-hmm. at it and say, okay. Now, what out of this, there may be only one thing you can think out of that day to be grateful for. But if you can concentrate on that one thing that you're showing gratitude for, it's a game changer, I it is how I feel in my life. It is it is just amazing. And to me, that's what you've done with this book. When all the negativity was out there, you looked at the women that you could be grateful for to share their stories and gave them the platform and the opportunity to do that and Mm -hmm. showing them that you are grateful for them, that there is the positivity in Wichita women. So people don't just say, well uh, yeah, look at the Wichita women and they can look at this book and go wow, this is incredible. So, oh, what a beautiful experience this is for you and for all the women that have contributed and all the women that will be reading the book. I love
1: it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's so, it, you know, I didn't um, want to put too strict of criteria on what women were going to write about. Um so we kind of explored it and, and people got a chance to really explore what they wanted to write about. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's folks who may talk about, you know, their experience with homelessness or being a single mother. Um maybe some people, you know, there is there is that violence that they've experienced in their lives, so maybe they talk about that. Or um even even, you know, there's a couple of stories that talk about childhood trauma and it, it gets it gets mm-hmm. tough. Um to read this, too, uh, on some of the parts. So we know that we all have different triggers. So the other thing we're trying to do is that, you know, when people read this to make sure that they are connected um, and have resources if they are triggered by it. So on the website... We're actually going to be doing our best to to list different mental health uh, resources on there in case people need somewhere to turn um, from reading these stories. So we figured that part was important, too.
0: Well, and that is important because what you've done is opened a door for the women that if it triggers something and they feel this is something they need to deal with, it has hit that trigger, and then they'll know where to go to help to work through some of the issues, mm-hmm. challenges, trauma that has happened in their life. And you speak yeah. of the website. What is the website that will be connected to the Being Wichita Women book?
1: Yeah, so there's actually two few websites right now, but the one I'm going to share will be the permanent one, um, and that is uh, www.quietstormservices.com.
0: Oh, that's even a neat title. Uh, quietness to the storm
1: (laughs) yeah so that's actually uh, I'm kind of uh, from this project I've birthed a a, a, you know a business that um, will be doing some hybrid publishing and some things similar to this because I figured if I found this much joy in this process I may as well try to um, spend more time doing it with, with other people and other projects so yeah stay tuned for more on that
0: Oh my goodness! How exciting! So you have launched your own business from doing this book. Oh Danielle, congratulations! <laughs> that is awesome.
1: Thank you, thank you. And you know, too, I to just—I had to add this. Um, so many, so much of this this book and this project success come from the women involved. like, for example, I would have never thought to put the research on the website, but we had somebody involved. uh, Their name was Shauna Shavar Stevens, and she gave me that idea. And so what's really happened here is, like, what what people are going to be seeing, this is what happens when women... Can collaborate and empower each other. It's like we build these beautiful things that really do change the world. And I'm just so grateful to be connected with the divas that care and and you know have this network of, of other
0: women that are doing the same kinds of things.
1: Just in ways.
0: Oh, oh, that is so exciting! Oh, Danielle, awesome. Well. Do you have any final tips you would like to leave with our listeners today as we come to a close on this interview?
1: Yeah, you know, I have just been encouraging people to just uh, do some journaling Um I have found in my life, um, even when I was younger, um, when I experienced hardship, what I would do was I would go read or I would go write, um, and I never knew that that was going to be such a pillar of my life, and I know not everybody are readers, and that's okay, and not everybody's a buyer, and that's okay, but find something, some sort of outlet um, for the frustrations and the The different hardships uh, you face, find an outlet to put them. Don't let them stay with you and your body. I don't care if it's music. I don't care if it's jogging or, you know, whatever it may be. um, Find that thing that you can do that you love that brings you joy and that relieves some of, you know, the stress and the strain that you have in your life. Because once you find that thing, you don't want to let go of it, and you want to keep utilizing it to help take care of yourself because we know that's, you know, important is taking care of ourselves. So, yeah, I think that's it. Just If you've never journaled, try it. Like, even if you crumple it up and throw it away afterwards, like if you're concerned about privacy, you know, maybe you have people in the house. I know I do. Um, Mm -hmm. you know you can throw it away or scratch it out it doesn't matter if it's great writing it's just getting something outside of you that will help you process what is happening um, and maybe even experience a little bit of healing from it so yeah
0: oh that is beautiful tips I love it find find what you love to do and just Trust in yourself. Just let it get, release it. And uh, if journaling is it, I know I I do gratitude journals. I do other mm-hmm. journals. And it's just it's just so nice to write it down. And sometimes you can go back and reread it and go, oh, my goodness, how fitting that is for today. <laughs> and it just, mm-hmm. it kind of changes your world. <laughs>
1: no, absolutely. Well, Danielle, I want
0: to thank you so much. So much for being on my show. And as the listeners are listening, I am going to ask I would love to have you back on my show and dive more into the business that you have now created through being Wichita Women Book. Would you be a guest on Robust Lifestyles again in the future?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, yes. that sounds great. Well, listeners, you heard it straight from Danielle. She <laughs> will be back on Robust Lifestyles show. Thank you yeah, again, hold Danielle. Me,
1: hold hold me accountable to it.
0: Okay. I definitely will.
1: All right. So and, thank you so much.
0: You're so welcome. You have a wonderful day.
1: Okay.
0: And I want to thank... All of our listeners for listening to this amazing interview with an incredible diva, Danielle Ramirez. And you heard she will be back again on Robust Lifestyles. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Have an absolutely magical day and remember what she said. Trust yourself. And find what you love to do and let that be a release for the challenges in your life. Give your animals a great big hug and share all your love with them. And remember, be kind to all. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care.